All right, ready? Yeah. All right, guys, welcome uh, to the podcast. Uh, we're so glad we got back to it uh, after uh, some of us were on vacation. Uh, so we missed uh, last week um, at reviewing and recapping week one. Uh, we are joined by one of the dictators uh, tonight, uh, and then we'll see uh, maybe if another one will join us. But uh, Josh Chevalier is on the phone. Hey, what's up, man? And How are you doing, Ben? I'm doing fantastic. My week went amazing. I was the high scorer. That's probably the first time I've done that in a really long time. Uh, but it is football season. We are two weeks in. Uh, some of us got to see our players live in person. Week one, I was actually in Washington, D.C. to watch Texas lose to Maryland for the second straight year. Uh, and see little Jordan Humphrey, who's on my team, uh, get a good amount of points, uh, only 11.2. But he was not the big name for Texas. I think still trying to figure out uh, the running back situation there. Um, The funny thing about all of us, most of us being Texas fans, we draft way too many people um, from that team. So Colin Johnson... Humphrey gets drafted, Ingram gets drafted, Young gets drafted. Uh, Did Trey Watson get drafted, Josh? Yeah, I believe he did. Yeah, Uh, and then, you know, Ellinger gets drafted. Um, He was actually, this week, or last week, was projected the fifth highest uh, in the Power Five on Yahoo uh, projected points. And um, he actually outscored Mackenzie Milton. So that's college fantasy in a nutshell. Uh, but what we want to talk about first is just going through uh, week one and what happened. Uh, it was one of those rare week ones where the top five points in the league won and the, top, and the bottom five lost. So that's always good. Uh, you like to have that symmetry. You don't like to have that f- a fantasy bitterness of having the second most points. Um, so if we just look at week one, uh, we'll just go down and, and kind of get – uh, we'll just go down the list of what happened. So first one was home improvement playing Tater's going to Tate. So it would be Alex playing Am. Home improvement got the victory, 152 to 134. Um, big thing would be Haskins uh, outscores Tate. So Tate only having 19 points the first week. Um any comments on just Arizona in general, Mr. Chevalier? Yeah, I just got done watching the end of the Arizona-Houston game, and it looks like Tate actually got a, some kind of ankle injury during the game. Um, so, man, doesn't seem like a great fit for that offense and an ankle injury on top of it. Uh, man, I, I don't know. Tate looks like... He's going to be a bust, and maybe not the whole season, but maybe long enough to make it really tough for Am to make the playoffs. So, well, the best um, I'd be scared. The best is he. So this week, the well, last week, week two, he had eighteen point four four, and that was some window dressing. Like he was in the single digits at in the second half. Like it's getting to the point. I would I'll be pressing the panic button if I was Am, and like, 
Um, let me pull up who she has. Okay, so she has Stockstill on the bench, who by doubled Tate's production last week in week two. Week one, he got... Nine points, so he struggled the first week. Okay, so yeah. uh, people out there in the league, maybe you have an extra uh, quarterback that you want to throw Am's way. Maybe she'll pull a trigger on that. Um, Especially like this week they play Georgia. Yeah, that's gonna be Tennessee does. Gonna be super tough. So I mean, I wonder who does who does Arizona have this week? Arizona, Southern Utah. They just got blown out, but on the ground uh, against Oregon State. So yeah, could be a bounce back week, but unfortunately she plays. Dustin, Derek King, maybe just it played Texas Tech, Houston does so. Derek King may legitimately go for fifty points. That'll be by far probably the matchup. I'd probably say a fantasy matchup of the of the week. Um, maybe Ohio State TCU will be will be fun for our league. Um, getting ahead of ourselves, but also we have West Virginia NC State, so that's a league on league matchup. Uh, we have Toledo Miami, the league on league matchup. Um, but yeah, I definitely think with Tech and Houston, that's going to be a lot of points. If you just look at Am's players, so Homer is. I mean, yeah. do we want to just talk about Miami versus LSU for a second, or do we want to uh, pretend like that didn't can, happen? We can, we can do a hard pass on that, but we can talk about how Homer only put up six points against Savannah State. Six points yeah. versus Savannah, three point nine points versus LSU. Yeah. Um, panic button. So there's a lot of panic buttons. Um, luckily, she does Kante have. Got hurt, right? What's up? Day to day. Kante Ingram got hurt. Yeah, I don't think Ingram will play on on Saturday. Like I think it'll be, I think it'll be Watson and um, Watson and Young in the backfield. Um, that's that's. So Am starting. <laughs> she's starting Homer and one of Feaster who had zero points, Kincaid at two point four, Moore who had two point seven, Ana Alo Alanilo yeah Shewo put seven points, and yeah that's it. So. I guess we know what Am's going for on waiver wire this week. Yeah, and waiver wire didn't really do anybody any good last week. Uh, this week has a lot of potential. Um, obviously, when does waiver wire? When does when does that process? Tuesday. Tomorrow. Okay, so we could probably by the time this is published, it'll be we figured it all out. Um, but anyway, uh, and then Am, you know. Uh, really, she had a good week in week two, but she just ran into the buzzsaw that is Milton Berle. Um, I mean, good night, nurse. Anybody's going to lose when, when an opponent puts up 184, so um, no big deal. Yeah. Where's that on the percentile? What is it, performance percentile? I, for for like Ben, 90, it's 90, 99% for Ben. So. Well, because you had, what, the... 206 game 
Yeah. Where you missed the playoffs and lost a toy or something. Yeah, where I lost. Yeah, the two hundred six. Um, that was fun. Um, that's an incredible week, though. That that was one of the the most fun games. No, that that is a game that. Um, Best ever. But I think, oh yeah, for for sure. But it would have been even better if it was like not in the middle of the night and like everybody could have enjoyed it. I think uh, Tech, Tech Oklahoma with Mixon and Mayfield uh, two years ago, it's probably up there. Um, But that was also crazy. Um, Okay, so Alex goes one and zero, gets that. Uh, Kyle versus Josh week one. So Kyle scores 117, Josh scores 144. Uh, starting with, you started the Hawaii quarterback week one. Yeah, I mean, because week zero, you put up like 50 points. Right. It would have been a little bit uh, foolish to not at least give him a try. But I also thought Sean Robinson against Southern would play like half the game and didn't expect him to put up 35 points himself. But, but yeah. that Hawaii offense, man, is just humming. There's so I've watched them play two out of the first three weeks, and they're just so much fun. Like my favorite team to watch right now. I still haven't seen them in the flesh, so it. It's it's he's he's ridiculous. Yeah. Reminds me a little bit of a, I know this is probably not I don't know what people's opinions are, but it reminds me a little bit of Colin Kaepernick and build and just the size speed. We have a, a good passer. We have a strict no politics on this podcast, uh, Chevalier. Yeah, so no. there we go. But Cole McDonald, man, I mean, that offense, the the, the fun and gun is back. So yeah, there's the nothing. Speed, I guess when they play, there's nothing better than staying up late and or waking up too early for football. So I'm all on board uh, for that. Um, with that, uh, Milton Burrell scored. So week one, lost to Cody uh, with 146. So Will Greer uh, versus Milton. That was a lot of fun, both putting up 37-plus. Um, Cody scores all this, and that's with uh, Jones from SMU having .3 points. So uh, that's a pretty good week. Yeah, and Artega... Or Sega Whiteside on his bench, so. Right, and outscoring Bryce Love by what, quadrupling his score, so. Yeah, I mean, but part of the thing is like Xavier Jones only scored point three, but his highest guy on the bench was the starting running back for Buffalo, right? Jonathan Hawkins at six point three. So you're talking about what he would add one fifty two. Yeah. He would so. replace him there, and I guess if he would have, you know. Started our Sega Whiteside, which you know came back down to earth this last week and put up his proper amount of points. And uh, everybody's favorite draft pick, Jerry Judy, scored twenty point four uh, week one, and he scored how many week two? Like twenty two. Twenty two. So that is four touchdowns in two games for those y'all keeping score at home. So I'd say that was a good draft pick. High five to you, Cody. Yeah. Also, I think that's a ceiling in a game. I mean, you're talking about a team that's going to blow everybody out. He's going to play the first half. 
and knock away the second half. So I'm, I'm still skeptical that, I mean, maybe you can put up two touchdowns a game and 100 yards, but you're just talking about a limited ceiling on this guy. So good, good draft pick, yeah, but eh, still not sold on uh, on the Alabama receivers. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I think time will tell. I think with Tua, it seems like he'll be. The the rumor mill is going around that Hertz is going to redshirt this year. Um, yeah, so we'll see how much weight that uh, rumor has. But I think it'll be similar to. I mean, I mean, he has those four touchdowns. We're all you know deep threats. So I think that at your opinion, like that makes more sense of that's that is a ceiling but um which 20 points a game is is phenomenal so yeah i'm not talking on that but um then the fourth matchup of week one was uh redeem team tory versus connor uh 157 to 135 big thing about tory is just having a lot of Clemson players, so he goes with Etienne and Higgins. Um, yeah. But then Paris Campbell getting double digits on his bench, trying to capitalize that and trading him everywhere, um, even though he only had 22 all-purpose yards. So nice try, Toriano. Um, but yeah, Tori is two and zero and is the has the number one seed. Uh, Connor is at the nine yeah. seed right now, so that's tough. Well, yeah, and Rodney Anderson tore his ACL. So, yeah. okay, can we walk back? I know of at least three running backs now that have been drafted by Connor, and then I don't know if they've made it out of like week four. So, Mark Walton last year, Rodney Anderson this year, and then Jonathan. Um, Running back from Arkansas a couple years ago, Jonathan Williams. Oh yeah. I and do. Yeah. That dude just can't catch a break. So I feel a little bit bad for Connor. It's like the one year he was like healthy, he did pretty well. But uh, it's gonna be a tough climb from here. Yeah. Well, luckily, you know, he dropped Connor Rupro, so that's good. <laughs> to start right <laughs> that is a good start um but it's I think with all this it's like it's still week two like yeah there's time sure. to you know six of us make it in so yeah Tori's team is so good though like his team is gonna be really good this year I'm I'm uh I don't know I I don't want us to underestimate his team because I think he might have the best team in the league. And the one thing is A.J. Dillon's going to have a really rough last half of the season. So when Torrey's trying to trade him last half of the season, don't fall for it. He's going to have a sucky schedule. But uh, (laughs) other than that, I mean, he's got a tough squad. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so Dustin did backtracking to our – Dustin did draft Trey Watson. Um, so all those Texas players drafted. The Crazy. Texas offense sucks. Um, hopefully Tim Beck is fired by the ending of this podcast. Um, 
Then our last matchup for week one was Commissioner Richard Potato scoring 121 versus uh, Dustin with the name of the week, All You Need Is Love, except week one. So your number one draft pick, first round, gets 6.2 points. And you have two other running backs score 42 or higher points. So that's pretty good for old Dustin. And uh, he's looking quite nice right now. So I like his team. Well, then you get Rodney Anderson hurt. So Trey Sermon's now like a, you know, legit back. Yeah. And Harris. So uh, we don't know. Uh, Austin was supposed to come on tonight. Uh, sneak in so we'll let him defend himself if he ever comes in uh, but it's getting to the point where maybe he's lost his mojo I don't know <laughs> I mean at least his um, yeah I, I was looking at so week one his top or his, yeah, his quarterback did well his running backs did decent but dang, week two was just kind of rough, huh? 84.7 yeah. points. Is that the least he scored in the game? That's super low. And that's with zero, like, no-shows. So it's 4.8. Anytime your quarterback gives you 4.8, you're in trouble. I've done that a few times in my life. Um, 4.8, 11, 5, 12, 7, 6, and then he had 24, but that's... 60, 60 going into midnight. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, why was Dungy on the bench? Yeah, that's a question you're going to have to ask. Or Ann Shemari Brooks. <laughs> oh, gosh. The, He's just out thinking himself. Yeah. Also, O'Leary Orange... Uh, only 7.4 points in the first two weeks uh, bust yeah. or we gotta give him some time uh, I think we gotta give him some time because it's hurt the first week Okay. and Vanderbilt I think has a pretty good defense they played pretty well the first couple weeks so wait till they get in a conference schedule but dang man his team's got potential, but I don't know. He's going to have to get into conference play pretty quick here. Yeah. So that's kind of what uh, the week one looked like. Uh, like we said, uh, the top five scores won, the, the bottom five lost. So it's always good from there. Now looking at the standings, we are looking at Tory is first 2-0. and uh, and then Dustin second, and he's literally trailing Tory by point two points. So that's great. Then yeah. Josh also two and zero with two hundred ninety five points. So he's the fourth most points in the league. Uh, I am at fourth right now, the top one and one team with three hundred nine points. Then we have Cody, we have Alex, then we have Kyle, all tied at one and one. Um, Am at eight, Connor at nine, and then your commissioner uh, rounding out with only 206 points in 10th place. So 
kind of bu- <laughs> kind of bunched up, but we'll have some separation. Uh, looking at previews, we have the one seed Tory versus the four seed Ben. We have six seed Alex versus nine seed Connor. We have ten seed Austin versus seven seed Kyle. We have five seed Cody versus three seed Josh. That'll be a good game. And then two seed Dustin versus eight seed Am. So we'll see some separation uh, through that, and we'll kind of see a little bit better uh, of, I think, week three. We can kind of figure out whether we're panicking or whether somebody just sucks. Um, yeah, so how you feel about your matchup? The matchup should be a lot of fun. I think uh, Milton versus UNC. I watched a little bit of the East Carolina game. Um, as a Larry Fedora apologist, someone who thought Larry Fedora should have been the UT coach, I don't really know what's going on. Um, but that'll be a fun game uh, to watch. Milton obviously turned the ball over a few times last week. Um, but it should be um, should be good. I mean, Henderson uh, is the number one player in fantasy for the first two weeks. And he's playing Georgia State. Um, so... I honestly don't know who I'm going to play um, in my flex, so it could be uh, North Carolina running back, or it could be McCoy, or I could get cocky and go Peoples-Jones. I don't know. There's some some opportunities there. Um, But yeah, Fitzgerald versus Lafayette, that's going to be a lot of points. Dylan playing on a Thursday night. Uh, so it'll be it'll be super tough. I think Higgins is gonna go off this week, um, but yeah, I th- it'll be it'll be a fun fun matchup. Again, like I said on the group text, or this actually might have been just me texting Josh, but no matter what, I had week two, and that's something that I'll always have and, and cherish forever. Um, of of just going there. Uh, my DC trip, not gonna lie, the rain delay. So I was at FedEx Field, in the Maryland student section, wearing UT gear, and I had friends with me uh, that had been drinking a lot of water uh, pregame. Um, sh- uh, this is just to Dustin. Uh, at the tailgate, ran into uh, Stephen Watson. Um, no way. Yeah, <laughs> at the tailgate. So that's when I knew it was going to be lit. Um, and anyway, my, my friends had been uh, getting pretty hydrated. So I am just focusing mainly on not getting punched in the face by Maryland fans. Um, one of my friends may or may not have said some uh, classier remarks about Maryland's uh, off season. So I'm just focusing on not getting killed in the student section of Maryland. And it's a rain delay, so I missed the entire 2.30 games. So that was not how I wanted to spend my Labor Day weekend or my college fantasy week one. So week two, sat down on my couch, watched the entire the entire West Coast. I actually fell asleep on the couch watching the Arizona State game. I got to watch everything else, and that was what your Saturday should be. And I cannot wait to do the exact same thing in five days. Um, also, 
Did you see the lines of our friends in the desert thinking that Texas is going to beat USC? Oh, I think they will too. No. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No. USC starting a true freshman quarterback on the road. Texas is terrible. You think that place is going to be loud? No. USC is terrible. Te- it hasn't they been. They gave up like 20 points to UNLV. The last time it was loud at DKR. I was there, it was 2009, and Colt McCoy threw one incompletion and destroyed Missouri, and, excuse me, 2008, and destroyed Missouri, and that was the best team by far that year, and they got screwed. Um, And it's been silent ever since. Absolute silent. And it's not going to be, no. I. USC beat, was it up? 19-14 Nineteen to fourteen at half against UNLV. In fact, after the third quarter, up nineteen to fourteen. Texas barely beat Tulsa. Kick- if Tulsa had a kicker, they would have lost. Yeah, Kante Ingram doesn't get hurt. They would. They would have been fine. Oh, he's not that like. He's not that special. <laughs> oh my gosh. Good luck. No. It- Look, man. I think the desert knows what they're talking about. I mean, I'll be watching with an IPA, you know, getting ready, but I don't know how that's going It's not close. Sam Allinger can't just throw it away, man. <laughs> hey, I hope I see Shane. That's all I'm saying. You might. And anyway, but um, all right, Bryce Love versus UC Davis over under 25 points. Oh, over. 25 oh. points in the first quarter. Okay, over under 40. Uh, no, nah, I think not over 30. Okay. I think, yeah, I think he hits 25. I mean, he sits out the second half. But you see Davis can put up some points. Oh, okay. So, they smashed uh, San, Jose, San Jose State. Not that saying much, but... Uh, in, in Daily Fantasy, who do you think... Or So, no salary cap... Who do you think is going to, out of the quarterbacks, who's going to be the number one quarterback in week three? In our league? In our league, yeah. Man, I haven't looked at the matchups yet, to be honest. You're thinking, so, you're thinking King King versus Tech? Think, oh, yeah, Derek King. Sorry, Texas Tech? Yeah. yeah. As long as he gets to play, I mean, he legitimately might be pulled after the third quarter. I mean, Texas Tech's not very good. Oh, you think Houston what? is going to beat Tech that bad? Oh, yeah. What does the desert say? Do you have that up? Uh, I can figure that out in a second. I bet you they're double-digit. At Tech? Try to be at Tech. They just played at home. Um, hmm. Keep talking while I Google this. Dang, Vegas hates Hawaii. Let's see, Houston, Texas Tech is at sixty-nine. Oh, Texas two-point favorite. Dog. He, if he plays the whole game, he might put up fifty points. Okay. Go I mean, I've got. Yeah, I've watched Eric King play for a couple years. But Kendall Bryles is just amazing. So, 
number one running back in the last the first two weeks would be Daryl Henderson. Number two, do you know? Uh, Kylan Hill. Kylan Hill would be number three. Mm, number two. Mm, I don't know. So Jonathan Taylor would be number two. Oh. John. Jawan Washington four. AJ Dillon five. Travion Williams six. Do we think Travion has over thirty points versus uh, Louisiana? Where are they? Who are they playing? I thought no. Are they playing you all? They're, they're playing. Yet. They're playing Monroe. They're playing Louisiana Monroe. Monroe. Uh, I think under, but not by much. I think he scores twenty four, twenty five. Here's the deal with Travion. He's great against bad teams, and he's bad against good teams. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think what we saw against Clemson is pretty indicative of what happens to him. So, I think he'll be able to put up some points as long as he gets the carries, the volume. There you go. I mean, I think I think he. I really like him. I wish I would have gotten my hands on him. Um, Mike Weber is top ten. Shamari Brooks top ten. Then we have a few guys on the waiver wire that are averaging 20 points a game. Um, Braden West and who else? Kevin. Yeah, who's the other one? Ah, uh, okay. Well, he's only played one game, but uh, uh, Lingard from Miami. Lingard. Uh, yeah. I mean, he did all that in the fourth quarter. He's he's not jumping DJ Dallas or Travis Homer. Yeah. Um. Then. Toledo's running back is also waiver wire, but that is he's only played one game, so that's oh, probably yeah. mop up. Yeah. Bryant Kobach or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's decent. I was researching on the other day. Wide receivers. So obviously, uh Whiteside from from Stanford's number two, but that's super uh, you know, loaded from just the week one. Do you know he's who number the, two? He's number two, twenty-five points per game. Okay. So then is Marcus Stevenson number three? Stevenson is twenty-four points per game. He's number six. So number one, do does it? Do you do you have a guess? Number one. Um. Gary Jennings. Gary Jennings is number four. Mm. No, I don't have a guess. Oh, wait, no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. John Ursula. There we go. That's number one. So and Hawaii has... Bird's number three. And Bird's number five. Oh, who's number three? Oh, wait. Yeah, who's number three? Number three's only played one game, uh, and it must have been mop-up duty, uh, but Damian King from Liberty... Oh, no. No, he... Yeah, so he played last game, but didn't play the first game. Gotcha. Interesting. So, I'm sure... He's on the waivers right now. I'm sure by the time this is posted, somebody has picked him up. Uh, He's owned by 1% of fan tracks. Um, Mannix, Jerry Judy, Marquise Brown, Jamal Curtis. So, 
all still kind of uh, trying to get separation there. Um, then defense and special teams I want to talk about for a second because it's pretty funny how uh, how focused we are on that. The top 10 defenses, six of them are not owned and they're are not owned by teams. So obviously the sample size is pretty small, um, but you kind of get some cream puffs in there, um, and it's just kind of plug and play. Um, Miami also is in the top 10 because they scored, uh, what, how many, uh, how many did they score? Two, right? Week two. Last, Last game, two or three? Yeah. Like, so LSU... So Miami scored 36 points last week. Um, and week one versus LSU, they got a whopping two points. So Jeez. we finally got to see the turnover chain. Are you a fan of the new turnover chain? I have not actually seen it, honestly. Oh, it's a great... I heard, I, I heard about it this morning on a podcast that Rick did, but I haven't seen it. It looks good. It looks good. I mean, it's Sebastian, uh, but I like. I mean, you know, you have the whole cliche you thing, uh, right? But I think it is cool that they're getting a new one each and every time. Um, so that'll be good. That makes sense. Okay. We're gonna have to watch that. I, I really wonder how weather is gonna affect our games. Because there's going to be a hurricane on the East Coast? Yeah. Okay. Shows. So, and it's like South Carolina, North Carolina. There you go. Um, yeah. So that West Virginia, North Carolina State game is going to be right in it. I'm going to, oh, can't start David Sills anymore. Mm-hmm. Man, Connor was getting killed. Yeah. So we uh, we got a phone call from Austin. We thought that he was going to come on, and he didn't. So uh, we're back. But uh, going through, so we already went through running backs. We went through wide receivers. Went through defenses. Um, quarterbacks. Obviously, Tate is not doing well. Um, number one pick, or or first round pick. Uh, I know everybody's worried about my bet about Kyler Murray. Uh, he's pretty much underachieving right now with only 30 points a game. Um, it's only a matter of time. The bug is not going to do well. Iowa State, we'll see how well he does. If he gets three weeks in a row like that, then I'll say something. But I'm not worried. Josh, do you think I should be worried? I would not worry yet. Yeah. I think you're fine. Also, Kellen Mond might be good fantasy play. Sneaky fantasy play. Yeah. Yeah. Is he still on the waiver wire? He's still on the waiver wire. Yeah. And then Blake Barnett, 35 points a game. That dude is legit. Three rushing touchdowns. I didn't think that would happen. That should be Am's number one waiver wire pickup. 
I might just have to pick him up just to, to block her. Well, I will, uh, I will say that there's probably somebody already out there that's going to pick him up before you. Ooh, okay. Sources say. Sources. Sources say. Like the yeah. source. <laughs> level, level one. This is so good. Um, well, that's uh, that's kind of what we're looking at. We're with week three, um, going through week two and one. Um, continue to talk on the group me. Uh, we're a little bit not late in the game, but uh, would like to again try to set up something for week ten. Um, I know we set up a, a good time. Last year, we tried to set up hot tubbing uh, in like 100 degree weather. Or, well, no, no, it was the pool when it was really cold at my parents' house. Um, and only like three of us that, showed up. So That was a blast, though. Oh, we had a great time. But Tori didn't show up. Alex didn't show up. I mean, he didn't fly in. That jerk. I, I, I brought like 60% of the crowd, man. That's my kids and me. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, Dustin was there. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I guess that was a good that was a good turnout. Um, okay, wait. Can we make some predictions before we go? I'm not. Le- I'm just. Yeah, we'll we'll edit that out. We'll cut that out. All right, predictions. First, we have the poop fecta of six seed Alex versus nine seed Connor. Uh. Okay. What's your prediction? Well, let's look at some things that are happening so we have Ohio State is at TCU that's where game day is I predict a lot of points there uh, Wisconsin's playing BYU so I think Taylor will score a lot of points um, Arizona State versus San Diego State so looks like we'll be staying up super late um, <laughs> that'll be fun I'm excited for that game man it'll be it'll be great uh, Connor has uh, Stills, Western University of NC State. Weather is going to be rough. So I'm going to go uh, looking at all those different things. Buffalo versus Eastern Michigan, that's pretty enticing. Um, but yeah, with Anderson in the lineup, I don't know how many points. How many points do you think Rodney Ayers Anderson is going to score, Chevalier? <laughs> Zero. Zero points, yes. Um but there are, he does have some uh, people on the bench that he can kind of put in there. Uh, to, uh, Cody, Com- uh, Cody Thompson comes back from Toledo. All that being said, I'm going to pick Alex over Connor this week. Yeah, Alex, 100%, unfortunately for Connor. And that, would that put Connor at 0-3? And that would put Connor at 0-3. Okay. Yeah. All righty, our second worst game is our 10th seed, Austin, versus our 7th seed, Kyle. Um, I think Kyler Murray versus Iowa State. We'll see how much the bug actually does. Um, other than that, I don't see much much happening for Kyle. I think I actually might pick Austin in this pickup. Um, Singletary should do well. You have uh, Vasher versus Houston. Should get a lot of points. Um, Brooks, Dungey. I'm picking Austin to get his first win of the year. Okay, I think I might disagree with you. Oh, no. Uh, I like Brooks. I like Dungy going against Florida State at home in the Dome. 
Uh, Devin Singletary should at least do decent. I mean, but you have Kyler Murray, Iowa State. Damian Harris should have a pretty big game against Mississippi. Enkil Harry, Arcega Whiteside at 42 points against San Diego State. So he could do something. Anthony Johnson hasn't popped off this year, but we'll see. I I guess if Kyle actually changes his lineup for once, he's got a chance. But <laughs> we'll see. But uh, if he decides to play this week, then um, and I think Kyle's gonna want some revenge. The the dick man been talking about Kyle all all the all year. So that is true. The game where Kyle just says, "I'm done." I'm sick of this. I'm just gonna whoop him. I'm gonna put him in misery, and we won't get another uh, recap for the rest of the year from old Richard Potato. And who knows? Maybe the commissioner will rage quit on us. That is a good point. There's no way if he goes zero and four or zero and five. There's no way we have recaps. <laughs> He's gonna. He, I, I think you're right. He, okay. Especially, limited, especially but. if Texas it goes one and four. Texas goes one and four with the only one versus Tulsa, and he goes zero and five. There's no way that he's riding matchups for that. Yeah, you're right. What am I thinking? Uh, yeah. We're yeah, we're not getting recaps. Yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah. We'll see if Kyle, if Kyle actually plays, then we could have a decent matchup here. There we go. Uh, third matchup would be two seed Dustin versus eight seed Am. Uh, we got Cleo Tate trying to be a first round pick versus Southern Utah. We'll see how that goes. Uh, Ingram, I doubt that Ingram plays, uh, but we'll see uh, how that goes uh, for Texas. Travis Homer, will he put up points? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, who knows? It might be more of a running back by committee by this point because Lingard and DJ Dallas have looked better when they're in the game than Homer, so who knows? Yeah. Uh, you have Dustin has really good matchups, so King versus Tech, Love versus UC Davis, Williams versus Law Monroe. Um, that's hard to beat. Um, Col- yeah. You got Colin Johnson playing USC. We'll see if he has some... Some uh, lightning bottle again. I he also has Weber on the bench, so Trey Sermon. Um, I think since we've recorded the podcast, Dustin's changed his lineup. By the way, um, I think you're right. That's pretty impressive. Um, but yeah, uh, Sermon now in the starting role with no Anderson, so. I I'm really scared of Dustin. I think Dustin's the best team in the league. Oh. So I'm going Dustin big. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean Dustin's probably gonna win. But would this be the first year that Am doesn't make the playoffs? If oh. she didn't? You're already you're already thinking she doesn't? This is hot take. I mean at some point, you have to have some running backs to start. Yeah. So, I don't know. It'd be tough. Okay. That's a good point. What do we got next? All right. And then now we got the top two right here. So, Josh with the three seed. Cody with the five seed. 
It's going to be good. Uh, Hawaii is playing Army. Um, and it's at Army, 11 o'clock. Yeah. That might be tough time-wise. I wonder how, how, how far in advance they fly up there. Yeah, and I, I do wonder what weather is going to be like. Yeah. Uh, but maybe it's far enough north and inward enough that it's not going to affect them. Cole McDonald and Hawaii have just been smashing this year. I don't think I expect them to do more of the same against the Army. They they crushed another triple option team and Navy, who just looked really good against Memphis. So that game wasn't close. And they're just crazy. So, um, yeah. I don't think this matchup's going to be close at all. I don't really have a lot of respect for Cody's lineup. So I think Arizona State just shut down Michigan State's running attack. I don't think John, John Washington has a big game. Um, yeah. J- James Prochet won't do much against Michigan. Scott Miller, I don't think will do much. Judy may have a decent game. Our Sega White side is what he is. Won't play past the sec- you know third quarter. And Will Greer is going to be playing in a monsoon. So he'll probably have to start tackling Avolia. Avolia, however you say his last name. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't think I don't think he puts up more than 130 points, and I don't think I put any less than 150 up. So 20-point victory on my part. No I like sweat. that smack talk. Yeah. I'm going to go. Yeah. Go ahead. No, but, yeah, I'm, I'm worried about Hawaii – with the time change, maybe we'll... I, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm concerned about that as well. I mean, I don't know how they travel and how they how they do that. But um, I feel more confident in McDonald with a time change than Sean Robinson against Ohio State. So That's a good point. Um, and maybe uh, with your waiver wire pickup, that's who you, uh, that's who you start. But... Yeah, we'll see. All righty, and then uh, College Game Day uh, is at this one. Milton Burrell... Uh, third most points in the league is coming against Redeem Team in the first seed, Tory. Tory has Fitzgerald playing Lafayette, so that'll be a lot of points. Dylan on a Thursday night playing Wake. 18, Georgia Southern. You got Brown, Iowa State. I think that's a lot of points for him. Higgins versus Georgia Southern, that's a lot of points. Got the number one wide receiver of the first two weeks. Uh, but Again, the time change. I'm not that worried about that one. Um, ben? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I lost you for a second. Yeah. Back to the number one wide receiver. But I think for, like I said earlier, I don't know who I'm going to put my flex. So trying to get lightning in a bottle, but I might pick the wrong guy. So we'll see uh, through that. But Tori, um, I think it'll be a fun matchup. Hopefully, looking at um, the times. So, if Tory doesn't, if Tory keeps his lineup as is, he'll be done. Uh, he'll be done by his last game, six thirty. So, we won't have any West Coast games. Um, none of us have any West Coast games. So, uh, unless he plays Wilkins. Um, but that'll be so we'll be pretty much done uh, pretty early there so it'll be a fun 
matchup. Michigan versus SMU. That could be a lot of defensive touchdowns. Um, and the classic, I have Miami's uh, defense, but I'm also going to be playing uh, Toledo. Or I have Miami's defense versus Toledo, but I hope Toledo scores a bunch of points. So counterintuitive there. Um, but are, are, you, are you revealing to us that you're going to put Deontay Johnson in your lineup? Oh, I have no idea. No, I mean I still haven't. I need to pray about it a few times, but we'll see. Uh, okay. We'll see. Because I don't understand why you would want Toledo to score a lot of points if you I, weren't going to. I really like their uh, coaching staff. Feel I don't want them to. Uh, uh, I want them uh, to succeed. Uh, with their thing. Trying to be sly over here. Yeah. Call you out. You better edit this out. Oh, it'll be it'll be edited. Um, but yeah. So with uh, with this, we should. Oh, let's just yeah. make fun of the dick right now. Uh, he he just texted and said he won't be able to uh, to get on. Um, but uh, you can actually find uh, this podcast on Spotify um, and other things. Really, Apple is the only place we haven't been approved in yet. Um, but uh, I'll put this in the group me uh, probably Tuesday morning. Um, just depends on on how much uh, it'll take us to edit out. Uh, but continue to talk in the group me, continue to talk smack. Uh, we'll try to do these on Monday nights as much as possible uh, through that. Um, before we go, we can talk a little bit about, um, I've started to cheat on this league, I'm not gonna lie. I have another f- college fantasy league on Yahoo, um, and I just wanted to brag on how good I am, Josh. Yeah. All right, I'm in first place. Nice. I'm in. I'm two and zero. Nice. Here is my roster: Dwayne Haskins, T.J. Basher, C.D. Lamb, Jonathan Taylor, Justice Hill, uh, Zach Moss, Miles Sanders, Darius Anderson, Rodney Smith, D.J. Metcalf, and Amon Richards. So. Just nice. bow at my greatness. Um, Eight-team league or what? It is a uh, it's a random. So I, I did this for a few reasons. Uh, I, I just wanted to see how Yahoo was going to do, um, and like they're doing great. So I think it's a twelve-team league, actually. Cool. Um, but it's just like it's just like NFL. Uh, obviously, the only problem is they don't have G five. So. Hopefully next year uh, they'll 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 add that, um, but it has been a really fun. I've outscored uh, everybody by thirty points so far. So nice. That's that's a good feeling. I'm sure y'all y'all feel that. Um, but anyway. Um, wait, wait. Run back your. You, hey, you know Rodney Smith tore his ACL, right? Oh. I will drop him then. Yeah, he's out for the year. Oh, Yahoo's telling me that. There you go. Yeah. Um. Unfortunate. But yeah, so it's like, who do I start, Miles Sanders or Zach Moss? Like, that's always a good problem to have. Like. Yeah. Um, that's the thing with some of those leagues, man. You're almost too too deep. Well, another thing that Yahoo needs to stop doing is like they have the tight end, um, and like they just need to turn that into the flex or just not have it like right but anyway uh, how are you doing on your leagues 
Well, it just depends on the league. Some of them doing pretty good, and I'm in an industry dynasty league, and I'm number one in that with the most points. And, um, and that's my main one I'm in. I got a couple others that I'm, I'm doing pretty well in. Mm-hmm. So it's it's just tough, man. The first couple of weeks are just toss ups. You just hope to get victories, honestly. Right. It's out of conference. I mean, this thing with like Devin Singletary, like last year, if you would have had the first couple of weeks, kind of like this year, like oh man, he's a bust, and then he goes on to average thirty two points a game. So, yeah. out of conference schedules, especially the G five schools, kind of make things out of whack a bit. So, right, and we'll that's see. like uh, looking at. Um, so here's the power five. So not in our league. The power five top five quarterbacks would be Dungy, who's in our league. Drew Locke, not in our league. Justin Herbert, not in our league. Will Greer, in our league. And uh, how do I pronounce uh, Colorado's quarterback? Uh, Steve Montez. Steve Montez. So that's pretty... Uh, you know, 73 points by Dungy. That's impressive, but... P five is just so boring, though. Honestly, it really is, and that's like I have a lot of G five on my on my team in the in the most important league. But uh, Colorado, Colorado wide receiver number one, Chanel. Yeah, he's ah! uh, won people a lot of money this week in DraftKings. There you go, Emmanuel Hall, number two. Um, you know, Whiteside three. So we have that one. Wake Forest wide receiver four Gary and then Gary Jennings five so um and then you know running backs that's where you usually get the the power five kind of normal ones so Jonathan Taylor has the number one um and who owns him Ben does that's right uh Kylan Hill Jeremy Larkin Northwestern interesting yeah he's a beast man yeah he's a beast. I really wanted to put Northwestern in our league just couldn't pull the trigger because their schedule is really tough. So, I mean, he's he's flashing right now, but he's gonna slow down. Yeah. But here's the funny thing: like, uh, so tight ends, which Yahoo continues to say that that like it's an important thing for college fantasy. The top one, the top seven tight ends uh, for Power Five are not owned in this league, so they weren't even drafted. So it just kind of shows how. Uh, how lucky you have to be in a toss-up uh, through that, and just so touchdown dependent. But uh, yeah, it's dumb. Yeah, unless somebody gets like Seth Green from Minnesota, right? He's like a running quarterback, but has tight end eligibility. I don't uh, know if he doesn't. Yeah, that's now why he's in there. there. Yeah, he has zero. Uh, he has zero catches. Good, good call, Chevalier. Then you have the the white. Uh, a&M tight end that just got bogus State. touchdowns versus uh, Northwestern State. So, yeah. um, Anyway, so it should be a really fun year. We'll try to continue to do this uh, once a week. Um, uh, right, right in the group me. See if we can get a poll going of, of who you think is, is number one. Um, obviously, uh, who had the most points in week two would be this guy. And it was great. Uh-huh. Man, Milton Burl just good job, my friend. Pulling out just enough to win. We'll see if I have enough more, more length uh, to get a few more victories this year. Um, and also uh, give Austin a really hard time for not showing up uh, on this podcast. But, anyway. Shivali, you got anything else to add? 
Man, I'll leave with these parting words. I have the most confidence I've ever had in any team I've had in this league in this one right now. That's tough. He's had some good leagues. He's had some good teams. That's it. Oh, man. That's it. That's all I got to say. So, look forward to whooping Cody's tail this week and and earning respect in this league. Because you have zero respect right now, so... Zero respect. That's how I feel, man. (laughs) I feel like fan tracks have been dogging my team. No respect from the recaps, and that's okay. My players hear it, hear it all, taking it all in. Bulletin board, baby. So, Bulletin board. I can't, I can't help that my top two picks haven't played beyond the freaking third quarter in any game, and even that they haven't barely gotten any touches. So, yeah. Well, we'll uh, once we get into conference play. Anyway. Well, for your commissioner who is AFK and not showing up for the CFF guys. Um, we are out. We will talk to you next week. Good luck to Austin. Hope he gets a victory. Tori, I hate you. <laughs>